Nope, I've checked all the circuits right the way back, Maruna. It's definitely a genuine selection, so I think we're probably stuck with it. Oh, hello everyone. Well, I'm afraid it's not good news today. You see, we've already made the selection, and unfortunately, it's another clip show episode. Yes, yes, I know. And there's no way to really sugarcoat that in a particularly entertaining introduction, beyond giving you all a chance to guess which one it might be, I suppose. Well, here goes. Um, ooh, could it be The Birthday from Joe 90? Might it be Mars Monsters from Terror Hawks? Or could it be... Nobody expects the Inquisition! Well, they might now. I know! I didn't want to say anything! I just wanted to try and ignore your crass mistake. It's not my mistake. The randomizer made the choice. It makes it all seem so stupid! Yes, yes, I know, but... Still, considering recent events, it would be really nice to hear Terry Jones introduce this one. Uh, can we do that? I couldn't do that. Oh, go on, please. Uh, uh, nobody, um... Expects. Uh, expects. Nobody... Nobody expects the Inquisition. In fact, those who do... Stop, stop, stop there, stop there, stop. Yeah, um, look, why don't you just tell our listeners what they can expect from this episode? Such diverse elements as fear, surprise... Uh, it is a clip show, remember? Oh, God, just pretend, for God's sake! Uh, okay, yeah, um, well, here's Captain Scarlet. Nice red uniform. Oh, damn Leading the fight, one man fate has made indestructible. His name, Captain Scarlet. Well, as I said in the randomizer for Implicado, you know, we've got to get through all those Protectors episodes, and we also have to get through a fair few clip show episodes. I think we've done one of these before on the randomizer, which was. Uh. Anyway, um, we're opening with uh, oh, a scene in a restaurant. Lots of puppets around here. Captain Blue and Scarlet are... Did you enjoy the meal, sir? Happy meal. Yes, it was fine, thanks. Will there be anything else? Nothing for me. Uh, just coffee, please. Black. We don't know what the uh, context for this meal is, but I am actually recording this on Valentine's Day, so I'm going to assume it's a Valentine's Day treat for one or other of them who's uh, been stood up by whichever of the angels they're dating this week. And um, we're getting a lot of footage of this guy playing the piano being watched by the uh, Robert Mitchum puppet. Good pianist. Very relaxing. Because mm, that's what you want the opening of a Jerry Anderson episode to be nice and relaxing and uh, sleep-inducing. We don't want any of this action stuff. Ooh, ooh. I don't Blue know. raised his uh, hand to his head there. Kind of strange. Brief appearance of what looked like a puppeteer's thumb holding the arm in place. Always uh, fun to spot things like that. Yeah, poor old Captain Blue's feeling a little bit under the weather. Presumably it was the coffee. And now we have a very odd situation where Scarlet's gone to get their coats. Adam? Which, incidentally, are their uh, winter gear coats from uh, Shadow of Fear. But Blue's gone. Somehow. In the space of about three seconds, he's just disappeared. Very mysterious, and nobody seems to have uh, reacted to that. Um, I mean, how did they get him out of there? Obviously, this is the Mistrons at work, but how did they manage to get him out of the restaurant with nobody making a fuss at all? Um, the members of Spectre. Were, 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 were all the staff and the the, the diners Mistrons? Hey, that's the only way I can make any of it make sense. Oh dear. Anyway, so, Traitor in Spectrum. We, we have been here before, though. I think there was a little episode called 
Traitor. Don't want the traitor in Spectrum. As with um, whichever episode it was, oh, it was Security Hazard, wasn't it? That was the first flashback episode we did. I am going to try and uh, try not to talk over the flashback segments of episodes we haven't seen yet, which in this episode is two out of three. We've seen one of them, which was Big Ben Strikes Again. We haven't yet seen the other two. Don't you know? Yes. In cloud-based control. Ah, so here's Blue, still in his dinner gear. Spectrum intelligence. Being interrogated by this, uh... Who are you? This man who claims to be Spectrum intelligence. But we all know him better as Sam Louver from Joe 90. And I believe this puppet, um... Although... I've been here, on duty. The uh, Sam Louver head was sculpted for, for Captain Scarlet. I think the, maybe the first appearance was the, um... Uh, SHEF commander guy in point seven eight three. What are you doing here? I think this is a new sculpt that was created for Joe 90. Prove it? That was, um, yeah, used in this episode while the new Sam Louver puppet was, was, um... I'm telling you. Or... Oh, no, it, this is a new Sam Louver puppet, and the old Sam Louver head, the SHEF commander, was being used on the Joe 90 set at the time because they were filming the, um, first episode of Joe 90 while they're filming this. Than anyone. I know everyone on Spectrum. Isn't that interesting? Aren't you glad you know that? Doesn't that just point to the um, the, the lack of interesting stuff I have to say about this episode? If this is some sort of game, I'll play along. Spectrum's job is to counter the Mysterons. Hmm. Our first assignments was to try and save the city of London. Splendid. Tell me more. Well, we failed. Mysterons had threatened to destroy it. Ah, here we go. Big Ben strikes again. This is one we've already seen, so I can talk about this. Now... Um, I first saw this episode, um, as is the case for most of the Jerry Hansen shows, I've mentioned this before, on the BBC Two repeat runs in the 90s, but the BBC, for some reason, decided not to show this episode the first time they showed Captain Scarlet. They showed up to Attack on Cloud Base, and then stopped. I guess somebody thought this one just wasn't worth bothering with. But then they repeated the show the following year, and What's the difference? they started with this episode, and then ran through the whole series again. So we had a run of 33 episodes, not 32, from the Inquisition, going all the way through the series, and ending with the Inquisition again. I'd be interested to know why they, why they held back one episode. I know the BBC repeats were always a bit of a sort of they always started strongly, and then they sort of just kind of tailed off. I think the their first run of Stingray, they ended with about ten episodes unshown, and then they bumped them to, um... I think Sunday lunchtimes they ended up being shown. Obviously, UFO and Space 1999 were something of a disaster, and Joe 90 got bumped to Saturday mornings. I just don't know why they would show all the episodes of Captain Scarlet except this one. Unless, you know, somebody at the BBC just thought, why does anyone need to see this? They've seen all these episodes already. It's still nice to see this uh, sequence from Big Ben Strikes again. It's very exciting still. And I'm still... Oh, that's right! Yes, I was... Uh, last time we were here, I was um, geeking out over all these store names. He's going to pass. He's not going to make that next turn. And here we have, of course, uh, Captain Blue is relating these events to the uh, Spectrum Intelligence guy. Um... Obviously, this is all stuff that he wasn't around to be witness to, which I always find fascinating in, in clip shows, and I think it happens again later in this one. What is Blue saying to the guy? 
and then the truck driver buried his head in his hands. The truck kept on going, and then it turned right. Although I suppose, um, actually we can get some insight into what Captain Blue, how Captain Blue might describe this, because this episode is one of the ones that were narrated by Ed Bishop in 1993, which you can now find on the Captain Scarlet 50th anniversary set from Big Finish. I mean, I'm making excuses for a clip show. It's it's all I can really do at this point. And it's a shame as well, because I kind of like the, the basic idea of the abandoned cloud base, seemingly abandoned cloud base, and Blue having to prove his identity. I think there's a, there's a core of something there more interesting than this clip show, which ultimately, in this segment... The situation was explosive. <laughs> An atomic bomb had vanished somewhere in the city of London. The whole of Spectrum was put on red alert. Very interesting. But so far, Right, so Blue just stops telling the story there. The guy says, yeah, that's interesting, but... The you know. signal was used for the red alert. You're from Spectrum Intelligence. You know I can't tell you that. So no, no evidence of his own involvement with the case. No recollection of how the case was resolved. I'm Adam Svensson, Captain Blue. Yes, that is Captain Blue's real name. Although I've got two here. There's a CGI one as well. What do you know about them? Yeah, I don't feel that um, many of the clips seen in this episode were from this file particularly well chosen. On the assignment to destroy the Mistron complex on the moon. This is a good choice because it's it's something really strange and really out of the ordinary, but and it's also something that Blue was involved in. About it. Big Ben strikes again. Harm can it do? Um, obviously he was there to resolve it, but he wasn't there for that whole sequence that he narrated. We had till midnight to investigate the Mistron complex and get clear before it was blown to pieces. Captain Scarlet is below the lunar horizon. You cannot contact him. He will die in Crater 101. There was a little moment there after we came back from the advert break. You just get a scene as we do that bomb, 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 bomb back to the action of, of Crater 101. You get a shot of Green working on the moonbill, and then suddenly you're seeing um, the the lunar tank. And I I was expecting when this came out on Blu-ray that that would be um, fixed if I can make enough air quotes to uh, to do that word justice. But I'm very glad it wasn't because I like seeing little things like that in there. I'm, I'm not. I've never been a huge fan of um, fixes or corrections. It's like, you know, it was there at the time and... Are you sure, Controller? Obviously it wasn't meant to be, but nobody who didn't work on that show has any right to come along later and say, actually, we're going to fix that. No, he's out. It's just such a, such a bugbear of mine. It really irritates me. Fast enough to get there before that bomb explodes. An unmanned rocket. Could it work? This is it. The power source. And I'm sure kids in the 60s would have liked seeing, in particular, this episode again. It does make me wonder the, the selection process that went into choosing these clips, because uh, I noticed that, um, at least I think this is right, uh, Tony Barwick wrote this one. He also wrote um, this episode, I think, and Big Ben Strikes Again. The only one in this episode that he didn't write was the uh, next clip segment, which will be The Trap. Um, I just wonder if he was drawing on, like, you know, I like that episode of mine and I like this episode of mine. Um, or if he was... If he consulted with anyone to say, you know, 
What do we think would be the, the best choice of episodes to, to fit in these? What was that? I don't know. I'll go and find out. And here we come to a... Although I said this is a really good choice for a, um, a segment in a clip show episode, if you absolutely have to do a clip show... Um, space. Here's an odd an old CB29. section of this particular flashback. Six. But why an obsolete CB29? Unless... Maybe it's some kind of message. Or a warning. The lucky charm. And what was it? Captain Scarlet. Yes, Miss Nolan? I'd, I'd like you to take this. It's a lucky charm. I'm not really superstitious, but please take it. To Linda Nolan, the CB-29 Neptune probe, July 10th, 2058. We made it ahead of schedule. Yeah, we have to have a flashback inserted into the flashback segment in order to make sense of what's going on here. Um, and, you know, it works, but I just find it find it strange that you have you, you pick an episode where that, that's necessary. S.I.G. I don't think that's like a point against using Crater 101 in a clip show because um, it is it is suitably eerie and um, and alien. Obviously, it looks much better in full HD color than it would have done on a little black and white TV set back in the 60s. But even so, it's a it's a good choice. I'm right, Adam. Do as I say. Spectrum is green. Captain Scarlet just escaped, and the Mistron complex was completely destroyed. This mission was fully reported in the newspapers and on TV. Anyone with a little imagination could have told that story. Why did you tell that story on TV? Possibly. That, of all the things Spectrum had done, infiltrating the Mistron complex on the moon, that would seem to be the most... I have to do to convince you. ...security-worthy incident they were ever involved with. And yet, nah, we'll tell everyone. Put it on TV. If you are Captain Blue, it shouldn't be so difficult to prove it. Wait a minute. This should prove my identity beyond all reasonable doubt. <gasps> what is, what is there was a conference at Glencarry Castle. A conference in Scotland. ...to the press. But as it is only mm. Class C security, I'll tell you. Oh, that's interesting. Go on. And a conference that Captain Blue wasn't even directly involved with. Delegates to the conference. To begin with, because uh, Colonel White and his wisdom aside, only one person to deal with security for the conference. <sighs> and I do like... I said I, I like the, the setup of you know, Blue alone on Cloudbase being interrogated by someone. I also like the fact that it is Blue. It's not Scarlet who gets to, to star in this um, final episode. And it is a really nice dynamic between him and David Healy. Um, and Scarlet's in Glengarry Castle. I think we saw one of these suits of armour um, next to the pianist in the, the restaurant where they were dining at the beginning. It's more fascinating facts, because I'm so hard up for material to talk about here. Tomorrow morning, on the stroke of ten, here in this room, the entire supreme command of the World Air Force will be wiped out. So, Captain, tell me how this proves your identity beyond all reasonable doubt. Take up your position in the hall. I just don't get it. And we also, we've got Scarlet strapped to a chair. Remember he was later moved down to the dungeon with Symphony. And there was a whole painfully long sequence of them having to escape. But here, 
somehow, off screen, he just escapes. And he's here to kill everybody. Um, again, I think maybe they, they spent too long on Crater 101. They didn't give themselves enough time to adequately set up this one. And here's Blue for his minimal involvement with this story, which was to turn up in an SPV um, basically after everything had already fallen apart. This is Captain Blue. See, see, that proves my identity beyond all reasonable doubt. Captain Scarlet, the Magnacopter's pinned down. I know. And again, Blue said that this story was never released to the press, which I, I don't even want to know about how the, the world of the press in Captain Scarlet works. The, the press in our own world is silly, but why was the the Lunar Complex mission fully documented all over the place? But this one, um, I mean, surely the the destruction of Glencarry Castle would have at least merited a you know a little a tiny little box in um, the local paper at the very least. Jordan! Lots of important delegates and the destruction of a piece of you know, piece of Scottish history with the destruction of this castle, but. Uh, no. no, apparently they thought nobody was, was interested in this uh, little adventure. The Magnacopter's clear. Let him have it. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what I expect, you know, how else I would have done this setup of Blue and this guy interrogating each other, but I think there's the potential for something a bit, a bit prisonery, maybe, to be going on here, instead of just the clips. Flown off to safety. The Mysterons had failed. Thus proving my idea. Interesting incident. But it doesn't convince me you are Captain Blue. Oh no. Tell him about that time you went to Australia. Tell me the Spectrum cipher code. Prove to me you are Captain Blue. And again, I don't think they um they establish what the cipher code really is, what the importance of this is. Um, there is a likeness. But plastic surgery can work one. Spectrum have never really been all that on the ball regarding security. Fingerprints. Check my fingerprints. They I mean, Captain Magenta is probably auctioned off his cipher codes on eBay for a, a bottle of Tizer or something. I've had enough. I'm getting out of here. Blue has finally twigged that something's not right here. And here's a Mr. On Man with a syringe and a gun. Ooh, syringe of purple stuff. Don't want a syringe of purple stuff. The hypodermic contains XK... So what's Blue going to do? Well, he's going to take the only way out he thinks he's got left. Go take a walk. He's edging towards that observation tube. Because he would rather die than give over these precious codes. And he's going to do it. Out the window. And the episode just fell apart. I, I'm sorry, this scene, I don't know what it is. I think it's the fact that you see the, you clearly see the puppeteer's hand shoving the puppet through the window. Get clear, Captain Blue. And that you see him land on what is presumably the real backdrop of the cloud-based windows. Then you get the obvious little model, Captain Blue. Then you cut back to the puppet just sat there sort of blankly staring. As if he's, like, broken the reality of his own universe. I genuinely, the first time I saw this, I thought I was seeing a puppet realising that he was a puppet in a television series. Um, it's only for a moment, but it's so disorienting. Fine. Were they Mr. On agents? Yes. 
It took us a few hours to locate you, but I'm glad we were in time. How did you locate him? How did you get onto this? Madam, you can tell me all about it. Back on the real cloud base. And how did he know that there was a fake cloud base in that warehouse? <gasps> Scarlet was in on it too. He was in on it the whole time. Now Blue has to go on the run. Never knowing who he can trust. Never knowing who his real allies are. Or it was just a rushed, kind of clumsy ending to... To, to the episode and indeed the the series as a whole I believe this was the last episode made and is generally the last episode shown and in both instances it's just like a big pile of so what which I know a lot of the the Anderson clip shows are but for Captain Scarlet you really I think more than any other show maybe well maybe Space 1999 as well you really want to see an ending something resolved one way or another um, regarding the war with the Mistrons, and it's just no, we're not gonna we're not gonna deal with any of that. Which is why I, um, even though we haven't covered that episode on the Randomizer yet, I generally tend to think sort of Attack on Cloudbase is the the real series finale, and I just sort of stick my fingers in my ears at the uh, it was all a dream ending because even though everybody died in Attack on Cloudbase, it's far more satisfying an ending to the whole series than this just mediocre clip show you know a good framing device potentially could have led to something great but um, sadly didn't